0: Oh, and welcome back to another Smurf awesome Movers Off-Track podcast. Here we are at the top concept about, we're speaking to Shurd Stuvie, team manager of 3D Pennyvin, an expert in road construction technology, and professional race car driver,
1: Jane Rowe. Oh. Well, thanks. How's, how's, how's it going for you? It's amazing. It's, uh, it's really vibrant. It's uh, fantastic. You're, you're still very busy. Yeah extremely yeah, yeah it's going really well thanks that's it's good so we need to talk about 3d
0: paving technology
1: yeah road construction, construction. yeah that's uh, that's actually a title that we like uh, oh. construction. Yeah. So,
0: where, where does james fit in with the road construction side but obviously you you drive
2: on roads james so yeah what oh. what, what, what do topcon do for you well, thank you for having me on first and foremost. Uh, what the Top Gun do for me? Uh, Top Gun and I are, are partners together, I'm brand ambassador for Top Gun throughout the globe in, in uh, the world of motorsport. And obviously the role of motorsport uh, comes down to tracks and surfaces. That's what we do. It's a language around racetracks every um, weekend of the year around, around the globe. So naturally, sure have an appreciation for um, Quality when it comes to surfacing, and uh, I think we both speak the same language when we come to that
0: division. That's good, that's good. So You sure. like to keep James
1: safe. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: well, sure. Tell us more about what
1: you do for the, the, the motor racing industry. For the motor racing industry. Well, um, for the motor racing industry, we're, we're having a, a workflow that's called Smooth Ride, mm-hmm. and uh, we're using that in a lot of uh, racetrack uh, resurfacing projects as demand. Um the reason across the globe. Yeah, that's across the yeah. globe. Yeah, that's a that's a global thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um we take my team takes care of the what we call the EMEA region. So that's uh, European, Middle East, Africa. Yeah. But we're even expanding be uh, beyond that as well. good And what we're trying to do there or what we're doing then is um is when you're repaving a um uh, resurfacing a, a racetrack. You want it as smooth as possible and as with the technology in racing cars the technology for racetracks is also the, the demands for the track is extremely and I think James can can explain it a bit more and why that is so important but the, the service of a racetrack needs to be extremely smooth in order to make it safe and in order to um, get the events going actually and James you had a great example on that
2: yeah yeah so it, it's it's a it's basically the part of you know, the, the factor that we deem the most, or every variable mm-hmm. in our industry, comes out to the surface. You know, everything we do with the car from a setup standpoint to driving techniques to manipulating the car is all basically dependent by the surface and the grip level. So from a, a driver's perspective, as you can imagine, we risk our lives every time we're in a car, we're driving regularly at over two hundred miles an hour racing wheel to wheel, inches apart from one another. And in a sport that's already extremely dangerous and, and a high risk to it anytime we can remove variables it's, it's a major positive for the industry both from a safety standpoint from a performance standpoint um, we maximising the package that we have and you know as as as, as uh, Stuart said the uh the you know the event itself and in, in, it leads for better racing the fans are now having a more thrilling experience which you're seeing wheel to wheel action and and seeing what they're there to see so basically the surface and 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 everything that goes with it when we when we're on a certain surface it allows us to run the cars a lot lower a lot stiffer. it's a performance-based industry we're all on a performance-based mindset so wherever we can gain throughout a process it's a major win for our um our series for championship for drivers and for teams it's the best analogy that i've that i've seen probably in the last three years with 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 Sluderite was going back to Silverstone and the UK was racing there one November uh, dredge dreadful rain an hour before our race the race should be at three o'clock as, as you know it start very early in the UK around that time of the year <laughs> as um, long story short the race was postponed the crowd stands are essentially full and fans are now going home empty-handed they paid to get in to watch a race the race this race didn't happen uh, because daylight beat us and uh, due to the safety factor of aquaplaning we, uh, we couldn't race. So then Silverstone got, got resurfaced. Rude Ride was, was used to um, do that project and we went back there a year and a half later. And not only was the track three seconds lap faster, but uh, now it was a consistent <laughs> huge, tinker, huge, huge, huge <laughs> We usually talk and tens of seconds or hundreds of seconds so three seconds and I should lap records for every series or reset when they went back um, and that lap record standpoint was purely down to to the consistent surface where teams could now optimize their package the car to suit that surface throughout the map you're not wondering what material is this what material is that is there a bump here a bump there and you're adopting the car you're essentially removing performance just to adapt to that poor surface. Yeah. So now you're dealing with the consistent surface, so they could optimise it for the lap as opposed to optimising for segments at the track. Um, so we did, we we saw extreme benefits from a driver standpoint, but not only us. You know, you pull the vacuum the, the fans now can go to the racetrack. They're not worried about standing water being an issue. Are we gonna go home early if the rains mm-hmm. do you get getting the race? <laughs> they know they're gonna get something for their money. And they get their money's worth yeah. and that's a win win scenario. I mean that's we're in the entertainment business at the end of the day. Okay. And um, once, once the fans are happy and promoters are happy and series are happy and TV people are happy, you know, everyone's happy. It's a lot. It's a lot of, <laughs> a lot
1: a lot of people. people
2: no, it's all just said. It's 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 the safety, it's performance, it's the business model around it, and uh, basically all all we're looking to do is remove variables, and uh, that's what it's doing. And you, you mentioned when you were talking, about smooth ride. What? Can you
0: tell us more about Smooth Ride? Is that, is that something that you know about or is that a,
1: a shared topic? I, 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 I that's think
0: so.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, what we do with, with Smooth Ride is basically what it comes down to essentially is first of all, we make a, a scan of the existing service, of right. the existing track. We, we make a very detailed scan where we can make a 3D model of that, of that track service using that 3d model the track is redesigned so we're we're making a redesign where we make a milled uh, design yeah, yeah mill uh, design for the milling machine <laughs> and then we middle um variable thickness so we can mill variable thickness so in a normal process you would have a milling machine and it would take off four centimeters yeah but now we can say no we want to mill between three and seven centimeter right. yeah, Coming back to Silverstone, I think the average was seven centimeter, but we milled between zero and fourteen centimeter. So that's a huge difference. That's, that's a good that Yeah, but it's not only about the depth. But the thing is that during the that process, we can completely reprofile the the track. So what James was referring to with standing water, we could mill out those those standing water areas, so that we completely reprofile the cross section of the the track. Um, and that's what we did there. Very clever. Yeah, and then we come back with a consistent layer of asphalt, um, being 7 centimeters in this case. And that layer is so consistent that it's very easy for the for the pavers to lay it down. I would not say it's easy because it's it's a very difficult process in 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 the But, but well. if you if you get the base sorted and correct, for it, Pavor, the yeah the paving will just follow as long as the technology is there for the paving. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Very yeah. clever and being that consistent layer then also the compaction is very consistent if you have an inconsistent layer of asphalt your compaction will also be inconsistent so how how do you monitor this 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 asphalt that, that it's
0: it, it's the right density when it comes out of plants surely
1: that's not an easy easy way of yeah well no that's definitely not an easy way but but we also have a lot of tools that help in that Regards, actually, it's not in the smooth ride workflow but well, we do have another um, uh, Couple of pro- products that uh, That we use for this is called Pavelink mm-hmm. uh, Pavelink is keeping track of the trucks coming in from the factory So when a truck leaves the factory we know the mix design that's in there We know the temperature that's in there. We know the weight in the truck that's in there and we know the estimated travel time So we also know the estimated arrival time And then the crew on the machine they can see all the trucks that are on the way, so they can see is there a delay on the way, and if there is a delay, they can they can decide to slow the paper a bit down, in order to to prevent running out of material. So yeah, so you prevent running out of material, so it's
0: a constant.
1: Yeah, the the machine needs to be moving. Every time a, a paper stops, there you're introducing errors, you're introducing problems that's what you what you do and if you can maintain the speed it helps for a better better surface in the end so that's what we do and we're also tracking the all the temperature of the mix so we know the temperature when it was loaded in a factory we know the temperature when it goes into the machine and we know the temperature when it was laid down that's a massive amount of data to collect it's a, yeah exactly exactly so it's not only helping the crew on the machine it's all the also data collection that we're using during the lifetime of the road or race track, Um, uh, in order to maintain the road better or maintain the the race track better if we know there's an issue with with the temperature on a certain area you have an informed decision that you can make do we use this material do we not use it do we take it out do we go into maintenance earlier than we expected so it is I'm not saying that you have to make all those decisions, but now you can make an informed decision. Yeah, that's, that's very simple. I suppose it's all,
0: all depending on the data that's coming through, absolutely there to collate it
1: and interpret it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's not that you need to go and look at all that data immediately, but it will give you, this is a problem area. Look here, this, the asphalt was a bit too cold when it arrived. Look here, this truck took longer uh, to arrive. So, and it's also helping the, the compaction process. It, it's helping that, that the crew on the, on, the, on, the, on the rollers to make sure that they hit each segment of the asphalt enough times to make sure that the compaction is correct. So, timescale-wise, how long would
0: it take to resurface, say Silverstone?
1: Silverstone was a, I have to go back in my memory actually, but um, the milling took place in a, week right yeah that was the complete track maybe maybe for this but we did day and night chips. yeah
0: so that that was continuous milling
1: yeah oh. yeah it was continuous milling with uh, three machines so we did actually every machine did three laps <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who got the fastest? and speaking of
1: rain thing. the rain was torrential didn't yeah they? it was well it didn't stop raining at that point so it was uh, that was a nice job to be on actually yeah. um, yeah, and then the paving. But, the, but the, as I said, the paving was done in, in a, as a consistent layer, so that was not done by us. There was no the autonomous system on the paving the machine to the point. but because it's not needed anymore. Yes, you you give it a consistent surface throughout the whole. We left a perfect surface for the guys to perform. That was
0: our job there. Yeah. And then they lay the the asphalt in a consistent layer. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Well, road construction. Obviously, you you've mentioned the 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 racetracks.
1: What are, is this something that's coming into highway construction? Yeah, as we see with all technology in cars, and and coming from that race car level down to our our normal family cars, right? Yeah. What we're trying to do is bring this technology uh, to your front door. Actually, yeah. uh, when you leave the house and you. You get it to your car. I want you to have the same experience that, that rose is having here. You <laughs> <laughs> um, like to go. <laughs> so, yeah. No, maybe not as fast well you like to. Exactly. No, we want that same consistency. We want the same predictability and material uses. So what we're doing is we're 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 just scanning the road same way that we scan the track. We can make a design based on that scan know exactly the amount of asphalt that we're going to use we know how much tonnage we're milling we we'll make it predictable we're making it predictable for the for the uh, uh, contractor for the road owner and we're making a very good and uh, experience for you as a as a driver and who, who chooses this sort of technology is it is it the,
0: the the road maintenance crews that decide they're going to take out?
1: yeah this it's technology it's, it's, or is, it, is it the local authorities it's coming from different ways yeah and we have contractors that come up with the idea um, to to get us involved yeah um, we have road authorities that that you know understand the concept and think okay this is what we need to make our roads better Um it's taxpayers money in the yes yeah true and does, it, does this sort of technology
0: enhance the, the longevity of the the road surface yeah with it, it being a consistent service obviously you've got pretty little standing walls yeah exactly. so
1: obviously less wear and tear there's less wear and tear not not only on the road but also on your car yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so again and you, you can sure. benefiting hugely from this um the suspensions of the car the tire wear and tear of the tires is is less um again predictability of the material we can maybe use less material so sustainability is a factor in this as Big-ish. well big issue yeah. yeah um the, you need less trucks if you need less material um, if it, it you know the thing goes on and on it it doesn't stop yeah, that's very that's very interesting from this
0: point for obviously road surfacing where do you see the technology being
1: used elsewhere we see it being used in um so starting at that racetrack level we then went to uh, airports so right. we did we did all these runways yeah. yes an obvious step and um, basically the same quality levels that they did yes um but we're also doing a lot of road projects we see road pre- projects in uh, countries like italy uh, massively used yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's it, it's being being placed in tenders uh, at this point so
0: oh, obviously the new technology there's going to be a cost involved in it but i think this cost will be offset against the longevity of the road surface because it's been prepared properly yeah serviced properly so it, it it's not i would I'd like to think it's not going to cost a great deal all for the local authorities yeah,
1: it's going to make you money <laughs> <laughs> no it's going to make money in, in regards to the the, the surveying types on the road road closures because we can scan the road in, an hour instead of doing it manually, survey and uh, so
0: You see, you can scan and surface in an hour. How how many kilometers
1: or how many meters an hour? Could you we we now we scan on on a on a regular car, yeah, and we drive in traffic uh, to scan the road. So, so we don't know, we, we don't even have to close the road to to scan the road to get that existing surface. So we only scan the uh, we only close the roads the moment the milling machine hits the project that's it
0: time saving again.
1: exactly so in it you have your two three kilometer resurfacing project and um, where you now probably have to um, if you could building you have two weeks that you have to yeah you know, drive another route and now yeah. it's only in in one weekend or one night it's just mill pave and that's it that's brilliant
0: so, should you've mentioned that you do airports, highways, local roads, local roads, yes, yeah, and racing tracks. Uh, we talked about Silverstone. Other race tracks that you've
1: done? Yeah, yeah, massively. So, um, um, just to name a couple, we did Spark sure. right Le recently, also Standing Water Issue, uh, uh, also, a race cancelled. <laughs> um, uh, we did a drag race uh, uh, track in Iceland. Wow, a very nice one. That's a beautiful track. Uh, and one of the lays we did was uh, Yas Marina by Shell. Yas Marina is uh, Abu Dhabi.
2: Abu Dhabi, yeah. yeah. Is that one you've raced, James? That's right. Yeah, I raced in Yas in twenty sixteen and seventeen. Uh, and that's a track that is extremely technical and. that uh, obviously very very hot as you can imagine yeah. uh summers in the in the middle east and you get to uh you get to really see uh, see uh surfaces. <laughs> <laughs> and how,
0: how do you find that after after the top cover paved
2: is it better surface is it quicker for you the, the list honestly goes on and on but, but the, the, the bottom line is is that It's a more consistent surface, so really with any success in the world, no matter if it's business, if it's sport, if it's, I don't know what, you know, anything, the guy who reduces the amount of risks is the guy who always wins, so the guy with the fewest errors is is the one that comes out on top, and that's essentially what SpoodleRite is doing throughout the lap, you know, it's a consistent surface throughout the lap, so that variable, is now taken away, we're taking very bits away from the, from the painting side right the way through to when the surface is laid and drivers ride, it's, it's a similar surface, similar consistent manner throughout the lap. So for us basically it just means that we are now optimizing a package and uh, every time we optimize it we go faster, our game is result space. there's only one winner at TIBA. So anytime we can get a gain we uh, we go for that. and. You know teams and drivers spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on development programs so when we are provided a track to drive on that is so consistent that we can start optimizing you know our, our development work in as i said that consistent manner that's when we start seeing results faster lap times lap records being set you know we're competitive people at the end of the day like sport. Yeah. Yeah. so um it's a results-based industry as i said you're now enchanting the whole program because as mentioned earlier yeah. on, the fans are now getting a better experience so they're race fans they want to see a better race and honestly we'll do collection i take it that
0: you know there's no way that the race fans will all go to a weekend meet where it's raining standing water there's potential for crashes
2: race to be called off that's that's not uh, what anybody wants nobody, to see in any sports nobody so. wants that and the cost factor to that, you know, mm-hmm. these people spend their own way to buy tickets going there, you know, taking thongs out, weekends off, you know, hotels, flights, whatever that may be. But there's a major cost factor to the promoter. Like, if you think about a forward water race or an IndyCar race in, in North America, there's TV crews there weeks in advance setting up that that race is slotted, you know, races that uh, a yeah. every Sunday at two o'clock on, on uh, NBC. If we're at a track and then that's that's postponed. That TV slot's gone, you know. It's live TV. There's an there's a NFL game coming on at four. You can't see, I'll go to that. No, no, now. No. All of a sudden you know, it's all whole Ripple effect where the drivers aren't on track, the TV slot is missed, helicopters are there, they're nobody fine recording it. And I've got home without recording anything. The TV crews are are standing there, promoters. Now I'm in serious trouble. He's given money back to fans. His racing right? It's just no yeah. goes on and well, on. Well, wants show. So, <laughs> so why, when a project like this comes along, if I'm a, if I'm a promoter or you know a championship organizer, you would want to be going to as many tracks as possible that were done with products like Right because yeah. your variables are being reduced and the risk factors being taken away. And as I said. You know that's what what life is about, that? and getting results is the guy that as to the least mistakes, the least you know amount of risk is usually the guy that comes out on top, and uh, <laughs> for that to be able to um, achieve that, it's it's a win-win. Brilliant, us brilliant.
0: James, should, should take me to talked today. Thank Thanks you, really, see you later.